create lasting change, inspire others, and make a difference. You have joined the Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Donaldson, and each week you will hear from distinguished co-hosts and guests as they share insights into impacting our culture from your neighborhood to the nations. Carl Hagestam, uh, we call him Carl the Viking, uh, is the executive director for City Serve SoCal. Uh, he is uh, an author, speaker, entrepreneur, and lifelong global missionary. Uh, he is uh, also a helicopter pilot. And I believe, Carl, your first date with uh, Jennifer, you flew her under the Golden Gate Bridge. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That, that was pre, pre-9-11. I don't think they allow you to do that anymore. But uh, no, at the time, that's where we met. And I needed needed something to get her attention here. She was going to the mission field and we met and I was kind of in flight school. So that's right. We went up and down the Market Street in San Francisco, kind of between the building on the Golden Gate and up Napa Valley to fly in restaurants. So it was a it was a good first date. Yeah, I guess so. I think you you got her attention and it worked. Uh, Carl's also the founder of Mission 111, uh, going to the unreached people such as uh, Ethiopia, uh, the Bush, uh, and also the Joshua campaign. And he's a real life Indiana Jones for missions, let me tell you. But he's also the one of the architects uh, for CityServe, the model of hubs, warehouse hubs uh, that are servicing pods, points of distribution, mainly churches all over Southern California that are meeting the spiritual, uh, but also tangible needs of their neighbors. So Carl, welcome to the Influencers Podcast. Well, thank you. It is a privilege to be here with you today. Carl, can you share with us about this Gifts in Kind pipeline, how it works? Absolutely. Well, you know, the big idea, obviously, is that we're living in seasons where we have an incredible overproduction and a loss of resources that a lot of those national global retailers are just in some instance just trying to get rid of. And we think when we look at the world, when it's brokenness, in many ways, it's never been as broken as it is. And no one has uh, a network and infrastructure like Jesus, his local church. That's God's answer to a broken world. And that local church is almost in every neighborhood across our country in the most broken uh, uh, communities. And in that um, community, a lot of those churches, they have tentacles, people knowing, really having the finger on the pulse. So we thought, what, a, what an incredible supply chain. If we connect that incredible resource that is an overproduction across the world, but for sure in our country, with the most broken through the local church. So that is that is the supply chain through the warehouse hubs, then out to the points of distribution, the local church, that really then is mobilizing the churches. So we're moving goods. And a lot of those retailers are, you know, household goods. Of course, at this time with the COVID crisis, food is the number one need maybe, but there's additional things that we're getting in our supply chain that helps the church tangibly being out in that community, engaging families and journeying with people. Uh, helping uh, just build relationship because the brokenness is more than most, of course, of the time stuff. But that helps the churches and the people, God's people, to be out um, building relationships and engaging people in a really new way. Outstanding. Can you give us an idea of the really the size and scope of how many people are 
being helped, uh, how many churches are involved? Well, that's good. Yeah. So in Southern California, we began, you know, so this supply chain network is going very fast. But in two years, we've gone up to seven hubs or, uh, you know, and, and regional distribution centers and over 400 church pods. We moved over 30 five million dollars worth of products by the last wow. year end of the last year so there's a lot of resources going through the local churches out into the communities to the most brokenness in southern california through that now one of the greatest needs it's funds to provide the transportation we get the product donated uh, but we need funds we need people to sponsor trucks so we can get it from the warehouses to people in need is that correct that is correct. That's a good thing. So last year, our average value of a truckload was about $64,000, a little bit with plus uh, to that. And the cost to move that value, that truckload uh, semi-trailer was $1,000. You know, that seems to be a lot. Of course, we're getting a lot of value. But if you have 50 truckloads coming to a hub uh, a month, you know, that adds up quick. So that that would be the big cost. But incredible, you know, if you, if you imagine the value and this is what has been powerful, we think. In a lot of these broken communities, if you look at Central California, you have a lot of farming communities. A lot of people live just from paycheck to paycheck. And a lot of the churches are smaller. As we know, average church in America is just over 60 members. Now, you have a lot of those churches are bivocational pastors, leaders. Uh, they don't have a lot of budget to get into community. When they come to our warehouses and pick up a U-Haul worth of $40,000 maybe, and drive away and is able to start engaging their community of poverty. It is incredible, both the emotional uh, reality of, of, of the actual resource, but also the number of families that's getting reached um, that we get feedback on that is really incredible. So for every $1,000, City Service providing over $40,000 worth of food and emergency supplies to needy families? Correct. And in fact, if you imagine it is beyond food, of course, it, at this time is the crisis need uh, diapers and so forth. But a lot of these families maybe don't even have a kitchen table. So imagine you come with a seven ninety nine Costco table and for the first time they're able to sit around that table as a family and eat that gift. They're reminded every day as they sit down for a meal that somebody loved them. The local church loved them. Jesus loved them uh, and people really cared. So uh, there is a lot of more than just essentials. Uh, that is coming through the pipeline that, that a lot of people take for granted, but I think it's making an incredible impact. So yes, $1,000 uh, brings about $64,000 worth of value uh, to the community. And if you'd like to sponsor a truck uh, for 1000 or just to donate uh, whatever you can to this effort, go to cityserve.us, again, cityserve.us, and CityServe will make sure all those funds go to cover uh, the transportation costs. Carl, can you give us uh, one testimony out of, I know, really thousands, but one that just kind of sticks out to you? Yeah, let me share a story from uh, up the valley. I, I kind of reference even that would be common home. And I, and I think it illustrates the power of the resource, even though it's not just about the resource, but the relationship and the local church and the people mobilized getting out the community. Here was, in fact, I had a reporter with me that was looking for stories and I, I got to discover some of them myself. So from some of the donors, people came and one of them was a reporter. We went up, visited a couple of homes and here was this one family that was powerful, but we went into the home 
and he starts sharing his testimony. He was now about a year into it. And he said, you know, this man in Hanford, California, he was at the end of the rope. He was at this point coming in a very dark time. He had lost his family. He had a wife, two children. He had lost his family due to mostly drinking, uh, you know, turning to alcoholism. So he, so he was really struggling. And in fact, it had gone so dark for him that he had written a suicide note. They had a family reunion two weeks away, and he showed me even the note. He had written that he said, I'm, 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 you know, I will leave. This is, he didn't see any hope and wrote that note and someone knocked on the door. And here was a church, a city served church in Hanford, California, that's beginning resources. And they had what we call initial contact in visits. They had used a gift basket, used to build a relationship in the neighborhood. And they he was knocking on the door, knock was on the door and he comes out and this church, they were just kind of loving on him, gave him this gift. And it was not even gifts he needed. In fact, they said it was a camping, a camping lantern. And then it was some female products. And, and he said, I didn't even need it. But and then it was an invitation to the church. But he said, what was incredible is I never met with people like that that would just kind of be generous and give and talk about that. They cared for me and uh, and and tangibly do it. So he said, I gave the products I had to the neighbor and one on one side. And it was a friend, you know, he, he needed some camping stuff. So it was not even the product. But he said that invitation I put on the table two days after as he was drinking, drinking that bottle. He said uh, he was lifting it, and, and that invitation was stuck on the bottom, bottom of that bottle. And he was reminded of that incredible church. He said that just reached out that way, and it was just tangible. He thought it was something different. So he said, the church, I saw the address. It's just down the street. So I, I said, I'm going to go down there. This was Saturday. So he walked down the next morning and just uh, gave his life to Jesus. But what was incredible after this is that this, this man, he was just not just saved, but just came on to a journey of deliverance, getting free from alcohol. So when we were in his home, is now a year after, this man had just had such a radical change in his life through this church, you know, and, and the church engaging in his life. So today, his family was restored. His children were standing there. His brothers had also come to faith, his sister as well. But his young boy that was nine years old, he was saying, I'm going to be a pastor when I grow up. Because of the impact that that act of compassion of that church had just knocking on that door. So, so, what, so what I think is incredible is the journey that people have when someone care and engage in someone's life. That is just more than the actual goods and kind that we bring. But imagine then that's just one gift of the millions of gifts and outreaches that is happening now every month, uh, every, every year across Southern California through churches, just reaching out into communities, into homes that is broken. Well, that's powerful, Carl. Well, you are doing really an amazing job and it's been so successful that that model is now being replicated in other states like Arkansas, uh, Florida, Dallas area. And so, uh, you know, look out, but uh, great job. Now we have with us also Robin Robinson, uh, who uh, is the over the community engagement in Bakersfield with one of the hub cities, Bakersfield, California, for City Serve. Uh, I served on staff with Robin at Canyon Hills many, many years ago. And let me just tell you, she is a force of nature. I, I, I learned a ton from her, including that. Uh, you have to literally go through her to recruit leaders because by the time you got to them, they were already recruited by her. 
Robin, welcome to the Influencers Podcast. Thanks, Dave. It's good to be here with you today. Now, you spearhead the community engagement in Bakersfield. What do you hope to accomplish? Well, what I hope to accomplish is transformation in our community that that is always trailed back to God's church. Uh, I think that the church is God's greatest local resource here that we have. And uh, as the church steps into the destiny, to the assignment that God's given to the church, I hope to see transformation that truly God's church in the glory for what he's assigned us to do. Can you give us some stories of successes, things that are happening there? Yeah, absolutely, Dave. Since the COVID-19 happened, God has opened so many doors in our community. We have already had so much favor with government leaders, community leaders, business owners, healthcare providers, hospitals, uh, people that have come alongside because I think they see that long-term the church is the answer. So many people are looking for case management, uh, particularly in our social service uh, areas and those kinds of things, and they just don't have the the bandwidth to do it. But God's church is that bandwidth. And so uh, so many stories of just people giving and helping us. Man, I feel like I've became a grocery broker in the last three weeks, uh, just beginning, you know, trying to get stuff together for the churches to be able to go out into the community. But there's so many great stories of community engagement. But I think what I'm seeing even right now, Dave, is just the local church being reactivated. There is a shaking that's coming with this, not only for people that don't know the Lord and an opportunity for us to really glean the harvest field and for people to come to know Jesus, but also a shaking of the church, the church seeing that the building is there and that's our gathering place. It's the wellspring of life. It's our filling station. Uh, That building is not the church. We are the church. And so as I've seen local churches activated, I mean, we have seen miracles happen in our midst of people that were down to their last food, people that were down to their last diapers. When they answer the door, they can't even believe First of all, that somebody has seen them and met their need, but but more specifically, that it's the church right up the street, a church that they may not have even known they that was there. I think that's a big question that we ask ourselves, Dave. You know, just on a on a normal level, the church has to be known, not for who they are, but are they even there? Does do people in the community even know that that local church is there? So uh, through this product that City Serve resources that we have, as well as food right now. It's making God's church known in the community that in these days, God is the provider and he is the answer. Um, I mean, we have seen a lot of domestic violence rise in that in our community, child abuse. There's so much going on right now. Every one of those numbers are skyrocketing in our community. But every time that we're able to send out somebody from a local church and knock on that door and say, hey, we see that you need food. Somebody called in. Uh, we're able to respond not just with that food, not just with that resource, but with love and with hope for for a relationship with them in the future to help them and support them as they're navigating through this time. We know that the only answer for that truly is the living water, water that they'll never thirst again. Well, that's powerful, Robin. I've also seen how the Lord has used you to bring unity uh, to the uh, the city. And not just the church, but government, uh, nonprofits, uh, the schools. I remember uh, doing a vision casting in Philadelphia, and there were about 200 pastors there, and one raised his hand. And he asked, uh, he said, you guys are working in some of the most dangerous areas in America. And this was for Convoy of Hope. And he said, have you ever had an altercation? And I replied, 
just one, but fortunately we were able to separate the two pastors. <laughs> and unfortunately, that's a true story. And so one of the greatest challenges and greatest victories was bringing these leaders together to accomplish great things. Talk about what's happening there in Kern County. Yeah, it's been a tremendous blessing. And I would just say truly to God be the glory. It's God's favor right now, Dave, on CityServe, because I think God is setting it, setting us up for just moments like this, setting up his church. And CityServe is under the church, as you know, empowering them to do the work. But we have seen tremendous favor all the way up, not only to state government officials who are uh, even serving on the CityServe board, our local county officials, all the way up to the CAO, our mayor, uh, many people right here locally, uh, our assemblymen, um, you know, but all the way up to the federal government uh, with Kevin McCarthy, who is a Kern County born and raised uh, government official, but sees the value of what God is doing in and through his church and being able to speak that on not just a local level. But I can tell you when the community sees, number one, the church is coming together, that speaks volumes to people. It hasn't happened in Kern County on this kind of a level ever. And it's just been God's favor coming together because what do we agree on? We agree on the two greatest commandments. Love the Lord to God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. We're not going to get into the weeds with people, but we're going to say we're going to come together and we're going to love our neighbors well. And so with that favor, I think of the, the community officials, the businesses, the hospitals, again, seeing the churches actually coming together has caused them to say, we need to get on board with this and be a part of uh, empowering our churches to do some of the social work that, you know, we know, Dave, that the church was assigned to do. But now people are seeing it in those influential roles in our local community, the orphan, the widow, the poor, the afflicted, the addicted, the prisoner, the vulnerable, the exploited. Those are areas that the government cannot handle. They don't have enough manpower to do it. But the church is the greatest network that's ever been built. Across Kern County, thousands of people walk in church every Sunday and thousands of people walk out. And now, because they're not walking in and out, they're walking into their community and saying, we need to be the answer to what, what's happening right now. And everything from government, businesses, other nonprofits, hospital, healthcare, schools, they are looking at the churches coming together and they're seeing that God's church is the answer on more levels than just one. We are able to be the responders. The Bible says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there's unity. Amen. I believe the the same is true, that where there's unity, the spirit shows up. Yes. And accomplishes great things. And we know that Jesus said, how will the world know uh, that I love this world? And it's because of uh, the people of the Lord coming together in unity. And so... Can you share with us like one story that's especially moving to you? Yes, absolutely, Dave. We've had so many, but but there's just some stories that just kind of uh, stick with you. And uh, as I see the rise in domestic violence here right now, I see that every one of those situations have a face. The, the uprise of, of uh, domestic violence victims coming into urgent cares is being seen in crazy rising ways. But there's a gal that about a year and a half ago we encountered through a city serve, just a, a couple in the church that had been given her name because she needed diapers and formulas, a single mom that came from her social worker. Her social worker called city serve and said, could we help her? A young couple with kids of their own showed up on her doorstep, knocked on the door 
and said, we knew that you needed uh, diapers and formula. Well, like the church in Acts, this young couple, they took the next step. And this was on a Friday. They said, would you come to our house tomorrow night on Saturday night for dinner? So here's a single mom with two children that go to their house and have dinner with her. And uh, in the middle of that, they have formed a friendship. This gal has uh, grown in her, gave her heart to Christ, has grown in her relationship with the Lord. Her kids, her until COVID are in church every Sunday. And here's a young single mom whose life was falling apart uh, a year and a half ago, who now is in helping lead our single mom's ministry at the church. The, the life transformation, that's what I think is most important, Dave, because it needs to be seen. Like we can talk about it all day long, but when you actually see it happen, that speaks volumes to the credibility of who God is and what happens when he literally moves into and enters somebody else's world. You know, I think being intentional is one thing the churches have to do. Stepping into intentionality, you know, Philippians 2, 4 says this, don't be just interested in your own life, but man, be interested in the lives of others. And I think right now there is a, just full attention from the church of Jesus Christ saying our attention needs to be on the hurting people because that's the harvest field. And if we'll be intentional, I think about those things and then move on those and be active to step into it. I think God will use the church in ways that he never has before. And as I look at this single mom and her kids, I'm so blessed because I was at the very beginning of her story and I see her now and it's a complete transformation. We got to be dealers of hope. Amen. Well, I want to thank uh, you and Carl uh, from CitySurf for being on the Influencers Podcast. And for our listeners, if you'd like to receive more information, go to cityserve.us, cityserve.us, and you'll find all the information there. And if you'd like to support sponsoring a truck or two, you or your company, uh, you can go to cityserve.us. And as Carl mentioned, for every $1,000, we're able to provide over $40,000 of emergency supplies, food. And we're able to do this because this product is donated. Uh, we use a lot of volunteers. And as a result, CityServe's overhead is only 3.5%. So think about that, only 3.5%. And so... Thank you, Carl and Robin. You're doing an amazing job. Thank you, Dave, for having us on. Hey, thank you, Dave. I hope you enjoy listening to Influencers on the Charisma Podcast Network. Join us next week for another thought-provoking episode. And remember to use your influence to move people closer to Jesus. Jesus.